I need my gar. My Hello everyone and welcome to tonight's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop. We are a live play 5e podcast set in the disputed lands of the Verandian jungle though we have made it to Dash Calray in the magical homebrewed world of Erith. My name is Darren and I'm going to run some D&D for you in these. These are the Shadow Men Tales. With me tonight we have playing the Goblin Barbarian Druid Kratz, we have Callum. Hello there. Playing the Dragonborn Rogue Syngar, we have Mark. Hello there. Playing the Hobgoblin Wizard Ukabara, we have Danny. Hello there. Playing the Bugbear Druid Chungus Bongwater is our one-shot extraordinaire Woolbot one-shot. Hello there. Playing the Human Ranger McBenner, we have Will. Hello there. And playing the Dragonborn Paladin Ian, we have... No. No, I was doing so well. I was doing so well. Dragonborn Paladin Ian. Drago playing Ian. That's like some inception we want to see. Oh but anyway, yeah. that's not what we're getting. Instead, we're getting playing the Dragonborn Paladin Drago Ian. I really do want Drago to play me. That would be great. <laughs> There's like some, some somewhere in the multiverse, like our characters are sat around playing us. I like the thought. Of that. Yeah, that is that's yeah. an episode, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, on the subject of something being an episode, this is really tenuous and going completely downhill very quickly, but it doesn't matter because we're going to Epic VoiceOver Guy. Previously in the Fellowship of the Tabletop, our brave adventurers reached the city of Dash Calray and were taken to the top level of the city. Inside the great auditorium of Dash Calray, they met the council in charge led by the tall elf, Skymar Earthcore. There were also some others that I've written the names down, but they're not really important. You don't need them, especially the goblin ones. So the people saw the heroes, the heroes saw the people, and it was basically like the opening of the Phantom Menace. There were lots of council meetings. Then our heroes left the council chamber and were taken by Skymar Earthcore down through the city to the waterfall, beneath the waterfall, in a cave, a teleportation portal. There, Skymar informed the party he could send the party to the frozen wastes to head off Khajiit the Bastard. But first, the party had to put aside their differences and unite. And the party said, fuck that. At this point, Drago inexplicably got given a pet pony. <laughs> the rest of the party got nothing. <laughs> then Drago got a sword. The rest of the party got nothing. <laughs> At this point, the party, having left the waterfall, Drago feeling quite nice and everyone else being like, well, where the fuck's my Christmas gift? The party heads towards my gar's shop. My God. My God. My God. <laughs> Where McBetter was informed they would meet and give give respect to an old friend and he could perhaps give the party the equipment they needed. Entering the shop, two people were seen punching my gar. My God. My God. To the ground, turning round, one of the guys, his voice cutting through the air, said, I remember you. 
and Torvid, the guide from the very start of this adventure, is in the city and has recognised McBenna and the debt he owes. Thank you, Will. Have another inspiration. I do believe you spent it at some point, but even if you have, you can have another one. Well done. Thanks. I do enjoy epic voiceover. That was. Uh, just to brilliant. just to retcon, just a, a, a few things here. Um, the horse is just me adding flavour to something that that Drago already had in Fine Steed as a level two spell. Uh, he, hadn't he doesn't actually it, have the yeah. sword yet. So I thought he did. Um, I thought he'd give that it. in there. Nope, nope. Oh, he's he, got to make he, it. Oh, well. Yes, he's got told he had to draw it from the memory forge. But anyway. That is not where we are right now, for, for the time being. A tense moment of silence falls over the shop, save for the frantic, frightened breathing of Mygar. Mygar. Thank you. The enforcers with Torbid stop beating him and join their boss, the two who were pummeling Mygar with Mygar. fists. Mygar. <laughs> Torvid looks at you confused and says glancing around at his peers and then glancing back at you. Are you going to tell me what the fuck is going on? What the fuck are you doing here? You're supposed to be dead. Well, I got better. (laughs) (laughs) Silence. Descends. No like an 80s cop show. That, that was amazing. That was amazing. Sounds like McBain from The Simpsons. Bye, Bork. I got better. Torvid, better question. What are you doing here? Dreslin sent me here. I got told by him, but apparently that cat fucker was the one who escaped and was now apparently heading to this city with with Dreslin's prize. You remember that tome that you were supposed to steal and perhaps Aye. report back to the person who had hired you? Yeah, Khajiit fucked the lot of us, killed two of the party, tried to do me and Drago in. So we were pursuing him to try and deal with him and his treachery. And I don't suppose you happen to know where Carl is now, do you? No, that's why we're in the city, chasing him and then going from there. Right then, something's clearly happened, which means you're here. I was told by Dreslin's informant that this fucker, and he just kicks my guy on the floor. My guy. This fucker <laughs> happens to know where he is. Who's well, this fucker? What's his name? This is my guy. My, my <laughs> Now, Torvid is the problem, is you see. Things have got a bit more complicated since Dreslin's original deal. So we've got a problem here. First of all, you potentially telling Dreslin that I've survived. Secondly, I need my gar. My gar. My gar. And I would quite like you to lay hands off him. As you say that, the two enforcers behind, Mygar starts to rise, and one of them my just God, my him God, back my to them. And Torvid goes, I did not fucking tell you to do that. He turns and says to them, and the enforcers continue to just pummel Mygar as he's on the my floor. Torvid goes over to him and pulls one of them off and goes, what the fuck do you think you're doing? 
I did not tell you to. And then all of a sudden, something happens. One of the enforcers just turns around and something seems to draw the breath straight out of Torvid. As he recoils, you can see that he is now clutching at his abdomen and has been stabbed by one of the enforcers. They both slowly turn to look at you. And as you see their face for the first time, something's not right. Their eyes are dark. Their eyes are purple. And the one who is not hiding the blade holds out a hand towards you. And you see the flicker, flicker of a fireball casting in his hand. Okay. Um, We're going to have to roll initiative. Initiative, yeah. Oh, shit. Going to shoot the bastard. Torvis, lucky he took a dagger because he was going to get shot as well. <laughs> How do we do DD things? Oh, DMD Beyond. Okay, let me just load that up. Did okay. I just roll that for Wait. wrong Drago? No. Nope. How, right how Drago. do I roll a die? Darren, how many enforcers did you say there were? There are two that you can see at the minute. <laughs> oh, you can see. But not the ones behind your eyes are closed. Inspirations at, at, at advantage, isn't it? Uh, no. Inspiration it's is at a D. D6. I think we've been playing it as you either D six to whatever roll you choose to add. Oh, to. Can I do it? Can I do it after the roll? Can I gaslight, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, you yeah. think you got to do it before? I don't know. Fuck it. After the roll, you can do it after the roll before you know the result, which yeah. is kind of a tricky one with inspiration because you clearly know the result. But I'll allow yeah. it if you want to. Okay, Benner. I'm going to add it to my. I'm going to spend my inspiration to add it to my initiative roll. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask as well, just to make this a bit more expedient, um, that by the nature of what's happening, I would also like you to tell me your passive perception when you tell me your initiative role, please. Um, For reasons that may or may not become apparent. Um, Okay, anyone got 20 plus? Yes, I rolled a crit. I've got 25. Anyone beating that? Not beating it. Darren, my passive perception is 10. Thank you, Danny. Kratz got and 21. Kratz got so, 21. So did I, and I've got a higher dex modifier than you, Sos, mate. 21. 21. And my um, passive perception is 11. Kratz, passive perception, please. 12. Oh, thank you. Um, Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Who, me? Yes, you. Oh, my dex is higher. Uh, 15 to 20. 15. 15 as well. Dex modifier is probably going to go to McBenner, I would imagine. Plus yeah. four. Two. Yeah. Uh, that's so like, yeah, I, I got 15 on my um, initiative and I've got a passive perception of 12. Uh, yeah. Cute. 15 and 15 passive. You've got a 15 passive. Nice. Oh, yeah. Wisdom builds. Love it. Um, okay. 10 to, we've just done 10 to 15, haven't we? Beg your pardon. Uh, five to 10. I got 10. You then ran at the bottom. Okay, terrific, wonderful. Don't um, you want my passive? I do. Beg your pardon. Twelve. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> appreciate it. Okay, great. So, just to clarify, just just to make sure I've got this right, because I'm going to once I get into describing this, it will be much easier if I already know your passives. Ukabara ten, Sangar eleven, Kratz twelve, McBenna twelve, Chungus fifteen, Jago twelve. Fabulous. Terrific. Um, okay, so what you have seen, Ukabura, you're mm-hmm. first up, and you can see that this enforcer 
is starting to to manifest some form of flames in his hand. What do you want to do? Uh, but then there was a stabbing. Uh, Torvid has recoiled. He has been stabbed. The enforcers are approximately about. It's not a big shot. They're about no more than five, six, between five and ten feet away from you. Okay. Are we all jammed near the door? Just you were all there. pretty much in this doorway. How within, big is really, within ten. It's no bigger than than twenty foot by twenty foot, and that includes having a counter near the back of the room, to which okay. there's another five foot behind it to a back door. Is uh looking around the room is there any sort of fresh produce or snacks yes loads um you can see that there are barrels that appear to be full with apples and carrots um there appears to be some form of powdery substance in one of them there appears to be some form of uh, a nut in one of them uh the right hand side seems to have this barrels of produce and the left hand side seems to have uh more uh material and physical goods things like uh, the explorers boots and, and robes and staffs and things of that nature Okay, I think uh, I'm going. Seeing all this about to unfold, I'm going to make a beeline for the nuts, and I'm going to just prop myself <laughs> against the counter, and I'm just going to go. Kratz, it looks like there's going to be a show, uh, and <laughs> I'm going to use the use an item action to just enjoy a snack or two as I preempt some problems, and I'm just going to rest my hand on my rapier. But other than that, I'm going to take in the fun. Yeah, as you take this, you get the uh, notable taste of the lashari nut. Uh, it, it, it comes from the same plant as the, the, as the lashari weed. Um, it has quite a, a pleasant texture to it. These ones appear to have been spiced with some form of uh, salt and pepper. They're, they're, they're quite pleasing. Nice. Thank you. Um, is that you done, Ikebara? Yes, absolutely. I am avidly uh, watching. Okay, great. Terrific. Sayangar, it's your turn. I want some nuts. Now that you've described them that beautifully... <laughs> I want some damn salt and pepper nuts, but I'm, I'll, I'll let I'll let you eat away. Um, I imagine that Syngar would have been skulking um, near the back of this whole situation, so I'm going to continue to skulk. I want to kind of get my sneak on a little bit mm-hmm. and um, find <laughs> there's a way like round barrels or like under bits of shelving to like skedaddle i want to do a skedaddle move um so i can get myself in a more advantageous position i'm not attacking them yet i just want to get behind them practically but kind of be in a good position for when shit goes down so um, yeah basically i, I want to hide and you can't uh, you, you know you can't do that unless you can block line of sight that's why i'm asking if they're barrels or like um well if you uh, want to get to the back of the room and hide um you're gonna have to walk right past them so this, it's gonna be quite difficult to do that you can try it they, their attention may not be on you you it's that they're glancing at all of you at the minute but i mean there's a counter that you could get behind but you're gonna have to i mean this isn't a big shot you're gonna have to pretty much walk past them to get to it ah uh, I, see, I see it's only 20 foot by will, 20 foot isn't it yeah. i will walk yes. up to the first one and i will hit it with my short sword <laughs> okay great uh, are you going for the one that appears to be manifesting flames or the one with the bloody dagger that's just stabbed torvid Bloody goddamn bloody bastard dagger. Let's Oof. go with the dagger, bitch. Okay, go for it. Right, here's a mean 11. Oh, to hit? Yeah. Decent. Meet some beats. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Ooh. Take this. Hiya, five points of slashing damage. Stab. Yeah, as you stab him, this one and all of a sudden seems to recoil and look at you. There's no real change in his face expression as his vacant eyes look back at you. And as you do that, and this this kind of nasty, gooly, greenish blood starts to come from his mouth, you see what you've seen before, which is the presence of these 
very sharp fang-like teeth. Um, is that the end of your turn, Sangar? Yeah, I'm going to stay there and just kind of look a bit disgusted at him. And then, okay, yep, a confused look of disgust as you run your sword through this assailant. Thank you. Um, Kratz, it's your turn. I'm um, just munching on some nuts looking at you. <laughs> yeah, in all fairness, this is not my fight. This is not Kratz's fight. I'm going to follow um, the wonderful uh, example set by Ukubura. I'm just going to have a toddle over to him. I'm just going to stand up against the wall next to him. I'm going to put my hand out and just say, can you pass me some nuts, please? And yeah, I, I'm going to just stand back leaning against the wall, going to enjoy some nuts. I genuinely think this is a show based off what Ukubura has told me. Darren, could I use my reaction to give him a nut? Sure. Great. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> there goes Counterspell. No fireballs have to go after all. Yeah. Well done. Shit. Balls. Um, yeah, that's all I'm going to do. Okay. Um, the Yuan T, who has just been stabbed by Sayangar, is going to immediately just lash out, slashing for your face with his dagger. He rolls a crit. Ooh. You're muted, Mark. You're muted, Mark. You're muted, Mark. Muted. You're Mark. muted. I had, I had such you... a good line as well. I said, well, meets and beats it, I guess. I was very glad. <laughs> All right, Alpha. Um, as, this, as this dagger comes lashing out, you take six points of slashing damage as this figure just seems to just lurch forward with his dagger. Thankfully for you, he's only, got a da- he's only got a dagger. Um, and oh, well, not still, then I'm going to take on canny dodge. When an attacker you mm-hmm. can see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to half the attack's damage against you. So I'll take three points of damage. Yep. You're able to back away. And what happens is it just grazes your cheek. And it's one of those kind of almost like... Uh, cut wounds where now it's almost like you've got a shaving cut on your face as this person has just lashed out at you quickly with a dagger the other one who is manifesting this fire is just going to allow that to continue and then all of a sudden is just going to pull from under his sleeve something that he just seems to rip and what happens is that this scroll that was a partailed in one of his sleeves just rips is he's going to cast fireball on himself um of course hitting all of you in the process as well. I need everyone to make a dexterity saving throw. What? Darren's going for a TPK here. I'm a a big motherfucking dragonborn. My dexterity is just not there. wonder what level he's casting out as well. A lot of dice about to be thrown at us. Son of a bitch. Well, I'm dead. Like I'm I shouldn't have used my uncanny dodge for that, should I? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> People should have attacked the person manifesting the spell, you know, for that interruption. Okay, not about not all of us meta game. Will that's what I'm going to say. Yeah, man, you should have you should have behaved better in the woods, you know. You deal what you want to deal with. Okay, 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 okay. We'll, we'll remember this. Don't worry, guys. It's fine. Okay, you're still going to burn, motherfuckers. Drago, what'd you roll? A one, a natural one. That's a fail. <laughs> massive, <laughs> massive, pitiful natural one for ben, four. Oh, you, oh, yeah, well, it's a fail. It's a natural one. Oh, I'm ben just up. letting you know. Yeah. You know. Yes. All right, yeah. yeah. Ben, it, was a co- it, it wasn't just a failure. It was a complete failure. It was a total failure. fail. Yeah. Uh, I got 26. That's a pass. Chungus? 
I've got a passive perception of 15, and I rolled a nat 20, bitches. Nice, nice. It's nice. Nice. saving not, throw. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's still for 22. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> I'm just saying, because of my <laughs> yeah. passive perception, um, I know what's going on. Kratz, put down these nuts and tell me what you rolled. Uh, I rolled uh, natural 20 for 23. It's another pass. Oh, oh my god, he's goblin these nuts. Signed up. <laughs> oh god. I rolled a nine. Oh, I got nine in total. <laughs> nine in total. Yep. Okay, that's a fail, unfortunately. So basically, our Uka- two dragon water failed so far. Great. Ukabura. Uh worse than Ian. I rolled uh, a three. Natural one for a three. Okay. Also a fail. Uh those of you who failed, you take nineteen points of fire damage. <laughs> Yeah, Those boy. of you who passed, I believe it's rounded down, so you take nine points of fire damage. Nineteen's not bad on a. I didn't roll that well for a fireball. fireball. Yeah, really Hate the heat as well. This is just awful. Um, is that all five of a sudden, six or whatever. This sorry. Yeah, I was. Just, I was yeah, I yeah, 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 I rolled. Ch- I rolled turds. Yeah, I rolled turds. Wow. Um, so this fireball pff, just explodes. The shop is engulfed in flames. As you all start to come to your senses, you can see that Torvid is now just a a, 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 a lifeless, limp figure on the floor, as is Mygan. There, he's dead. My can't God. say it again. My God. Um, My God. The figures themselves <laughs> appear to Big also one. be completely limp and incapacitated. There is a moment as you all take this in, and then suddenly the door flings open to the tavern, and all of uh, the shop, rather. And all of a sudden, what happens is that the room that you are in is just plunged into darkness. Darkness that none of you can see through. That is the end of the enforcers, as you're currently suspecting what they are, although you can probably start to guess who they are. That's the end of their turn. It is now round to McBenna. You were suddenly getting ready to draw, and then all of a sudden this has been thrown completely on its head, McBenna. You are now engulfed in darkness. This is darkness that will negate any dark vision that anyone has. Yeah, it's magical darkness. Um, It's your turn. Okay. Uh, At this point, uh, McBenna will... Am I aware of where the sort of obviously the door opened behind us? Did I hear any 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 words or anything as the door was opened? You heard no words. You just heard this thud of the door, and then as soon as the door almost like boom as it opened, the room was instantaneously right, okay. plunged into dark. And I imagine it's not that the door's not far behind us, is it? No, it's it, it's less than it's about five feet away okay. from you. You have it's not a big shot. McBen is gonna sort of turn. Uh, in the darkness to feel a little bit disorientated, um, but trying to keep his, his center. Um, he's feeling singed from the fire. He turns to the door and goes, this one, us, we just came into shop. And then these two UNT suddenly started attacking the shopkeeper and then blew the place up. So wherever you are, perhaps we can get rid of this darkness and we can all do something. And that's okay. the end of my turn. Cause yeah. Thank you. You hear a voice reply to that, a dark, echoey voice. It seems to come through the mind of all of you, and it says, It's the girl we're after. Chungus, it's your turn. Uh, And I've heard this as well. All of you have heard that. Okay. Almost like it's in your mind. It's not like something you've heard in your ears. It's something that has, in response to McBenna, pierced the mind of all of you. 
Jesus. Okay. Uh, Chungus uh, was going to be doing this anyway, but on kind of reaction to the, the fireball growing, um, Chungus is going to activate another starry form. Um, obviously, we're, we're in darkness now. The starry mm-hmm. form says it emits bright light in a 10-foot radius and dim light. I imagine that still doesn't do anything. Unless it says anything about magical darkness, that won't do anything. Okay. Um, yeah, and I'll, I'll save the description of, of, of how he kind of looks then, but that's, as a bonus action, that's his form taken. Um, as an action, what he's going to do is he's basically going to uh, feel around him, um, kind of panicking somewhat. Uh, he'll be kind of making his way forward, arms out, and probably just saying, Little brother, Ukabara, are you guys okay? And he'll feel his way forwards. Thank you. Um, what you hear next is an audible scream from Ren. That's the next thing that you all hear. It is now Drago's turn. So when this all came out, and came down where let's just recycle back to when we opened the doors mm-hmm. and this all mm-hmm. kicked off. Where was Ren with Drago? Because Drago would know this. So behind obviously you. we're in dark yeah, as Behind now. you, you've, you've, you're the one who's most heard the scream on your right-hand side from Drago, from, yeah. from, from, from Ren. So she was immediately behind me, five yeah. feet mm-hmm. away. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if uh, Drago reaches back instinctively after hearing, well, he would have, I was already thinking this as soon as the darkness came, instinctively would have reached back just to either grab a wrist or any sense of uh, where she is just to kind of hold is is there like a body there does Drago when he reaches back does he so to put this into a a way of articulating what's happened for you is all because all of this is happening so quickly it's just who reacts quickest so all Mm. of a sudden there has been this 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 fluff flurry of anger followed by this fireball which is just knocked the senses of all of you then the room was plugged into darkness then you heard um this voice and then that's quickly been followed by a scream from ren literally in that moment as you hear the scream you go back to grab her and she's not there ah shit she's not there (laughs) oh we've got some hands up a quick rules thing Mm -hmm. um the the light from starry form will suppress darkness Magical darkness. Yes. So the starry form is a magical illumination, but it's specifically not a spell. Darkness would persist, but be suppressed by the magical illumination. Because if you cast a light spell of level two or less, darkness overrides it. Which And so the implication is that, um, basically, the, the idea is that starry form would negate um So there's a difference between negate where Chungus is. This is important we get this right at this point. So... There's a difference between the gate and dispel. Is it has it dispelled so, the darkness? The light from page two thirty of the player's handbook uh, yeah. uh, states that uh, any only non magical light cannot illuminate it. So if you can produce magical light, it can undo the effects of yeah. darkness. So yeah, light from any magical source can illuminate. For instance, a light can trip, a dancing light can trip, anything that illuminates and spec- it doesn't say non magical light counts as magical light. Okay, um, for this, to, to, to just a bit, just to help you guys understand this on a, a, a mechanical level, the spell that's been cast is darkness, so that's sixty yeah. foot. So it won't dispel that, but what it will do is allow an area of light, I guess, to form around where you all are now. Is that is yeah, that the correct reading? Yeah, because because yeah, because because um, Danny's right. Because yeah, the reading is that it's 
it, uh, light from magical source illuminates the area of darkness, but the darkness spell can dispel light created by certain levels by certain levels of spell. <laughs> but yeah, the point is that Will's light should now illuminate the darkness. If Will moves away, the darkness comes back. Okay. So, so the- this is the thing. Yeah, on my turn, I cast it. So you would have, if if this is the case, you would have seen me light. Depends uh, how much light you emit. Ten foot around me, but I've made my way forwards to try and find um, mm. both Kratz and Nukabura. So on my turn, I've moved forwards before Drago's turn and before that scream happened. So, so we would have seen every, we would have seen stuff ten foot around you. Essentially, you would so have seen to see the door. Uh, if you're looking behind you, I suppose. But if you're looking ahead of you, where the, the action was taking place, Cause, cause I'm McBenna, the one that's emitting the light. Yeah, because McBenna turned around towards where the voice came, where the spell came, where the door came from. Just depends on because of because of how cramped we are. That's what I'm saying. Is okay. If it's, if okay. It's what, I'm, what I'm going to rule. I'm just going to have to DM's rule this because yes, this, you this are. is quite a complex rule. I'm going to rule that now that there is like a very low level level of light in the shop, um, but you can now all see the door. That the darkness seems to persist behind the door, and it was definitely daylight when you came in. Um, you, you're all aware then, particularly Drago. Well, Drago's aware is the first one to react to it that Ren has disappeared. Okay, right, and uh, this this because Jago's got ship eyes anyway. <laughs> Do I see her around the room? Quick glance. You can make up a free perception check. I've got your passive, so you don't need to tell me that. If you uh, is that an action? I'll take it as a free action perception check. As a free action. Okay, cool, 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 <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Uh, perception. Let's do this. Fourteen. Uh, Fourteen. Okay. Um, yep. You glance around, and yeah, you can't see her. There, that she was right behind you. There, there was nowhere else for her to go in this shop. It's a twenty foot by twenty foot shop. Glancing around, even in the low level light, there doesn't appear to be anywhere where she could have gone, other than out the door into the darkness. Okay. So uh, as all this happens at once, Jago's reaching back, and he feels nothing. Um, but his momentum would take him back from the reach, so he'll back up against the wall because that's how close he would have been in a 20 foot by 20 foot and uh, just kind of try and cup uh, his hands around his eyes as if he's trying to locate where Ren is upon not seeing her would shout out to the others Ren's been taken and uh, as instinctually with the other hand grab the amulet which will start pulsing red Jago is going to just close and hold an image of Ren in his mind, particularly the cloak that she wears, and mm-hmm. is going to cast Locate Object at second level. Nice. Okay. Um, let yeah. me know what I need to tell you with Locate Object. So uh, I get a sense of the direction to the object's location. As long as that object is with 1,000 feet of me, if the object is in motion, you know the direction of its movement. The spell can locate a specific object known to you as long as you have seen it up close within 30 feet at least once. Alternatively, the spell can locate the nearest object of a particular kind, such as a certain kind of apparel, jewelry, furniture, tool, or weapon. The spell can't locate an object if any thickness of lead, even a thin sheet, blocks a direct path between you and the object. It's a second level divination spell. She is about 60 feet from you, back out in the street. Um, immediately yeah as soon as there's a blip on that little almost like a radar like a video game radar comes up the ui hud screen comes up in drago's eyes and he gets this little blip of this uh radar location i've got to beat him where she is i'm getting out of here and uh drago's going to make a beeline for that 
Okay, great. As you make your way back out, the 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 heat of the day still seems to remain. You're, I haven't you're still moved. clearly. I've got because I'm I I've got sixty feet. If I no, I've only got thirty feet because I didn't double dash. So I've got thirty yeah. feet of movement. Just to let you know. Yeah, you're still in the darkness, but you're in the street. Then all of a sudden, you hear something coming back from outside in the direction of what you would remember with passive perception and just general intelligence of the city walls. And it's the sound of screams and people seeming to be rushing towards you is what you notice. Um, with your passive perception, you do make out a couple of cries of yuan T yuan T um, from the voices that appear to be rushing back into the city. Um, thank you, Drago. That's the end of your turn. Um, it's Ren's turn and I'm, making a note of what she does uh, for the purpose of the fidelity of the game and, and, and not knowing. Um, I'm not going to tell you what that is right now. Ukabara, it's your turn. When uh, the door opened, did can we see out of it in the daylight? You can see nothing but darkness because it's still magic. It's a 60-foot area of darkness. Currently, I'm allowing Chungus's starry form uh, to just provide a very low level of light in the shot. Okay, I'll deal with the darkness. So I'll cast uh, Dancing Lights, which is four globules mm. that emit a 10-foot radius. So if it's, t- if it's a 20 by 20 thing, I have illuminated it like Blackpool Illuminations. Okay, all out of the door following Drago. You can see Drago moving and, and looking around, and all of a sudden what you see, Drago, as these dancing lights come past you, is what just appears to be the scene of chaos. Something is happening. People are running. There is confusion. Um, something drastic is, is happening in the streets of Dash Calray. Um, and you can now see as well where this magical darkness stops. You can see the edge of the spell where it all of a sudden starts to get light again, thanks to Ukabara throwing out these dancing lights. Is there anything else you can do, Ukabara? Uh, no, I'll just use my turn to step out of the um, shop and I'll just grab a handful of nuts as I go and I'll move quite speedily. Okay. I'll just use yeah, all my speed to exit so I can... What's my speed? It's 30 feet. So I'm, can I get out of the shop with 30 yeah, feet? Yeah, you're about... You're about you're now about 10 feet behind Drago because Drago was another 10 feet on you. Uh, that's um, true. Are the, are, the nuts, are the nuts burnt now? Are they still edible? Um, the ones in your hand that you'd have finally grabbed as a scoop, I'll say, have survived. The rest okay. of the barrel, you probably haven't stopped to check. So I'm just going to um, shake my head. The shop in is in carnage. The yeah. shop is in absolute carnage. It's, it's on flame. It's a smoldering, cool. smoldering wreck. Cool. Um, I'm just going to beeline uh, out of the shop. Okay. Thank you. Sangar. This person that you were having a, a, a knife fight with has just been engulfed by Fireball and is, is dead at your feet. What do you want to do? Uh, I think he'd kind of recover from the Fireball going off, maybe cough out like a bit of ash <coughs> fuck, onto the floor and then um, push, look look at the charred remains and using using the end of his short uh, gnarled short sword, just kind of push over the standing yuan corpse, charred remains, as they kind of fall, ash laden onto the floor, and kind of through the dim light, he would have pulled up his mask over his head, just you know, seeing darkness, using the mask, not noticing a change. He's going to keep the the um, bug shell like mask on anyway, and just kind of look around and kind of not know what to do. So I'm going to hold an action. If that's right, can I just hold stuff? Mm-hmm. Uh, if there any danger appears and I'm in range to move and uh, intercept, I would like to do that is that allowed yeah cool yes. i'll do that then i'll just yep. stand there waiting kind of looking around waiting for 
if anything within my range 30 feet comes around um, i'll run forward and stab it okay great thank you um can you hold movement that's maybe a question for will can you hold movement or is it just action or could i just it's an a- it's an action you can yeah. hold now you can hold so if you want you to swap hold- to your short bow uh, that's probably a fair way of saying it. If you want to swap okay. to your short bow, you would then have that. Or, or, or he could hold the dash action. Dan is right. He he could hold the dash yeah. action and engage um, and or and dis uh, or, or something, something like that and okay. run away. Yeah, actually, scra- sorry, scrap that. I'm going to move exactly towards Drago is, but whatever way I need to get right next to Drago yep. and just stand short sword, almost like back back to back. So wherever he's facing, I'm going to be facing the opposite <laughs> way. Um, not close enough that you can feel me there, but just close enough that I am there. Um, and you should be able to see Drago at this stage. Yes, I'm going to describe what you would need to do for that because you'd move forward by a few feet. You would need to use your bonus action to dash, and then that will allow you to get to Drago and use your action to hold whatever you want to hold. Um, no, scrap that. I'm just gonna just gonna move towards him. I, I'm a, my, my reaction, which is sentinel attack. I'm more interested in keeping everyone alive, mainly Drago, because he seems to know which way we're going. So. Back to Drago, just kind of following his lead and just covering his covering his back. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Sangar. Um, it is Kratz, your turn. You've also uh, just stood by this barrel of nuts, enjoying the mo- novelty of the situation. When all of a sudden things got turned on their head very quickly, what do you want to do? Firstly, I'd imagine Kratz's eyes would just kind of open up and they're just covered with soot and whatnot, so it just kind of wipes away um, <laughs> a little bit. It's almost like cartoony style, just brushes away a little bit of soot. And then he hears the cry that um, Ren has been uh, mm-hmm. taken. Innocent part in this can't be having that. Um, I want to, first of all, use my bonus action to combat Wild Shape. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to morph and crack, and um, in a few seconds, just going to have a large direwolf um, now standing next to the barrel of nuts. How wide is a direwolf? Could one? have been a fucking bird. I can't fly. He can't. Yeah, he can't. Can't do something that can fly <laughs> at this level. Um, oh. How how wide is a direwolf? Just so I'm aware. I do not know. The medium it says large. It's beast. large. No, it's it's large. large, large ten by ten. Ten by ten. Would it fit for a five foot door? That is. A very <laughs> it's like Winnie the Pooh and Rabbit's Hutch. <laughs> <touch. laughs> the phrase you're looking for there is push, push, push. Okay, um, if um, you, you you can do I this, but then you will have you will then have to charge <laughs> through the window. Right, there is a window you can charge through should you wish to do so. Cool. I'm going to go dramatic then. Um, I'm going to. Would that take an action? So you get, you're, you're, bashing, you're bashing through a window you can't fit into. <laughs> um. Yeah, it will. Yeah, it will. But if you want to get out on the street, that's what you're going to have to do now you've turned into a... Fuck. Um... Okay, yeah, fine. The the best thing about having your passive perception is that I now know what I need to tell you and what I don't need to tell you in this situation, so... Yes, um, which is fine. I will (laughs) attempt to run and hurl myself out the window just for dramatic effect. I want to hear the glass shattering. Um, Make an athletics check, Stone Cold. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. 
This is like that gif where the train goes into the tunnel. Saengar, you come side to side with your brother and all of a sudden you start to notice this screaming and there seems to be, you now see people starting to trying to force their way into the city gate and all of a sudden that moment as you concentrate on your breathing and taking the scenario, taking the scene around you is is shattered literally with the sound of smashing glass as this dire wolf comes crashing through the glass uh kratz you now as well in your direwolf form with your does this change your passive perception when you're in a direwolf form by the way do it does uh i have uh hang on i'm gonna because you keep wisdom in and those but also he gets bonuses in direwolf gets bonuses. he gets his advantage on passive perception checks it that will upgrade my passive perception to 13 yeah um I did, obviously, he wouldn't let me do it now, but I don't know mm-hmm. if it matters. I have keen hearing and smell, and I kind of want to try and pick up Ren's scent. Um, you, you pick up Ren's scent. I'll let you do this for further free action with, with, with your passive perception, and you're getting the keen scent. You pick up Ren's scent, and then you also pick up something that you've discovered in this form before. The overwhelming stench of Yuan-T. Lovely. So, yeah, whatever movement I've got left then. Um, it's just going in the same direction of the scent. I'm following it. Um, would I be near Drago at any stage in this time? What's your movement as a direwolf? As a direwolf, I've got 50 feet. Yes. Drago would possibly notice the speed which the direwolf has gained. Um, I would possibly slow down a little bit. As a quick thought, would I think Drago would be able to kind of get on me? <laughs> I'm a large beast. I don't know if Drago's class is a medium creature or not. He technically is. He's wearing armor. I mean, I, 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 we'll figure out what's going to happen. Should he I'm try just gonna, to mount you? I'm, I'm just, not I'm just wearing gonna armor. Get, I'm just going to get... Oh, sorry, sorry, no, wreck on that. He's still heavy. He's still heavy. He's oh yeah, large, yeah. yeah. He's, uh, um, man is large. <laughs> I, I, I will, I will don a phrase from perhaps the most famous of DMs and say that he can certainly try. Okay. All I will do is, I will run up alongside Drago, and I will possibly just kind of nod to him to try and give him a little bit of an unspoken gesture. I am fucking quicker than you when I dash. We can catch up. Okay, cool. In a gesture of a nod of the head. In a gesture of a nod of the head. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what Drago does with that. We will see. He could be too prideful and say, fuck you. Um, Drago don't know a shit what you're saying. We haven't travelled long enough for you to nod in wolf. I know, I know. Anyway, it doesn't matter because as all this is happening, what happens is that three figures just start to sprint into the darkness towards you with daggers drawn. They appear to be wearing traveler's cloaks. They look intent for all intents as human, but you know that the sacrificial part of the Yuan-Ti, you're all aware of this by now, are effectively early converts. And what appears to have happened is that they have sprung some kind of offensive uh, at this moment. And they charge towards you. One of them comes straight towards the dire wolf and rolls to hit with a 13. Callum, don't forget you get to add your unarmored bonuses to your AC. That's just what I was checking. 13's a miss. It comes for you and it's just, it goes to stab you and, and all of a sudden just recoils at the size of you and just seems to completely uh, miss throw its thrust. The one uh, next to it is going to charge forward and take a swing at Drago for a natural one. So that one as well is going to swing and it's just going to catch. Yep. Because locate is a concentration, do I have to 
do anything. Only if he hits you. Only if he hits right, you. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, the other one is going to break round you and go for Sylengar. Oh, actually, in the process, though, will trigger attacks of opportunity from both the Direwolf and Drago, should you wish to take them, because it's going straight round you for Sylengar. And it's a 1T that's doing it. Yeah. Well, it, oh, yeah. It, it, I, it's, I am going to claw at this one. has to be engaged with you and then move away for attacks. Well, as, yeah, as long as he, if they if they leave your area or your radius of threat, then yes, you get an attack of opportunity. If they enter it but don't leave it, no, you don't. I'm going to say because Sayangar wouldn't would, wouldn't Sayangar never told me that they made the explicit action to dash. They just followed you, which means they're still ten feet behind you. Which means he's going to have to break past you to get to get to get past you. That's what this one is doing. It will. It's going. It, it appears to almost just be rabid and, and, and tunnel vision. It will tra- trigger attack of opportunity from both the direwolf and Drago. And if we want to take that in initiative order, it will go to the direwolf first. If you wish to take your reaction to take an attack of opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Kratz will definitely swipe at a one T just to try and dig his claws into it. Um, yeah, so this the, the, the this it. one that's, that's dark eyes is focused on Sayangar and it's just gone to run past you. Swing to hit. 24. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, uh, six points. Okay, uh, fab. Yep, dead. This this claw just comes through, and what you see is that the rose is not wearing any armor. Just seems to just scratch right down the chest clavicle, and just seem to pierce through rib cages. You actually cleave into this person. He literally just falls limp, and a pool of dark pussy blood starts to emanate from his body. Mm, there are yeah. still two more of these rabid creatures in front of uh, you and Drago. Kratz. That is the end for now of the Yuan-T's turn. Well, it's the end of their turn until next time. It is McBenner, your turn. You're still in the shop processing and this dark. So McBenner will have seen people dashing out of the shop, punching their way, or sort of a wolf trying to squeeze through a really small window and then breaking out of the window. Um, so McBenner will proceed into the darkness in that direction until I assume. I reach Siangar, where at which point I'm then in the radius of light to yes. see stuff. Yeah, you then have Ukabara's dancing cantrip lights around yep. you. You're um, welcome. That's right. Uh, and then, and the two UNT that are attacking uh, Drago and Kratz are they within five feet of each other? They the are. Two UNT. Cool. They are. Okay, I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark on the one in front of Drago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm going to uh, attack the one in front of Drago with my longbow, please. Go for it. Roll to hit. Uh, that's an 18. Hits. It takes seven points of damage before Hunter's Mark. What? dead as this arrow goes straight through its neck and it just sends the one at Drago's feet its eyes all of a sudden have been fixed on Drago just roll back as it collapses and again this dark oozy pus like blood starts to come out of the wound Okay, I'm then going to use my bonus from Horde Breaker to attack the one in front of Kratz mm-hmm. rather than my second attack Yep. <laughs> uh, 15 to hit that hits. Describe for us what this looks like. What does the horde breaker effect look like when you? So the idea is, it's almost like um, as as the first arrow leaves 
uh, McBenner's bow. It's almost like he then has another one that goes literally after it. So it's really quick succession as these two arrows just slam almost one after another. There's barely a second between them slamming into um, this second UNT. Okay, the arrow splinters and just seems to dissipate and take out this other creature then. Um, nice. Oh, it, it, it does um, eight points of damage just because it does... It'll do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah that'll do it. Um, these these are these are the lemmings of Yuan-T. <laughs> the other one as well. You take them both out in one succinct and clean shot. Okay, anything else? I'm then going to look around. So we've got a second attack sort of ready. <laughs> do I see anything else? nearby have your passive as before make a perception check as a free action please thank you oh that's nice 21 okay yes you glance around and you can see through this chaos that there are now these figures who appear to be just are trying to assault and clamber over general members of the public this is just absolute anarchy um you can hear still that there is still a big commotion of people trying to get into the city. So clearly something is happening out there. But what you notice heading back up towards the waterfall is a slumped wren. Unconscious it appears to be and not moving for, for what you can see from here over the shoulder of a creature that looks like that. What you okay. see for the purpose of our listeners is a, 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 a large humanoid about probably a good foot taller than Drago. Where his arms are, there appear to be like these snake-like vines descending from his arms. His clothes, which appear to be like merchant rags, appear to have been torn to shreds. Um, You can see that he still has humanoid feet, and he still seems to have this thick kind of uh, rope-like hair. But the parts of this figure where you can see really thick scales are all down one side of the face. But the biggest part of this person's transformation, as you can see, is that his arms appear to have been replaced by like these snake-like vines. Ren is just slumped over his shoulder. He is just strolling back up towards the waterfall in the direction from whence you came. Is the waterfall sort of towards the gates and the walls? Just for no, the gates is the gates are to the south, and that's where right. people are rushing. He's heading back uphill to the north towards, towards the, the, the waterfall. Okay, okay. Uh, is he in range for him to shoot him? Yes, but there are people. That this is absolute anarchy. There, there are a lot of people running between. People are running. People are being chased. These attack of the wielding dives. Some of them are unfortunately starting to just stab just general members of the, the populace. This is this is absolute carnage. You so he's trying to get like, a shot on him, but he is under some form of cover. And half cover, someone yeah. else. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm going to try and uh, sort of try and shoot, and as. as um, McBenner sort of aimed. He's going to sort of shout so that Drago can see, going over there towards the waterfall. Something's got Ren. Hopefully, others can see that. Um, and then I'm going to I'm going to try and shoot this UNT that seems to be pegging it. Oh, sorry, oh, casually strolling away from us. Yeah, go for it. He's I assume it's undercover, so I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 good. It's a sixteen. Okay. I'll let you work it out. Uh, that, unfortunately, as the arrow takes off, it's heading square towards him. But what happens is that someone that appears to be just a a, 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 a hobgoblin uh, merchant just seems to accidentally run across your line of vision, being followed by this person. On the D4, odds you're hitting 
the merchant evens you're hitting the yuan t that's chasing him it's an evens the arrow uh just screens into this one t that appears to be chasing this hobgoblin merchant it just seems to <clears throat> through the back of the neck and you just see it come out of the mouth and this creature just falls face flat down that is the end of your turn unfortunately his ac was bumped high enough by the yeah i figured it would be your shot not to hit but totally um, meant to save that hobgoblin hope everyone saw that yeah. uh, on, well on the odds you were killing him so um <laughs> cool. so, so everybody wins um, yeah um <laughs> and that is the okay. end of my go thank you darren right uh chungus um you're still in the shop um with your passive you are you can see the others I'm going to say you're going to have to use your free action to roll perception to see if you heard um, McBenner. Uh Okay, yeah, that's absolutely fine. I'll do that now whilst I'll explain I, what oh, Drago also mentioned while he was in the shop yeah. about Ren and running out yeah. there as well. You've so heard that. You've heard that. The roll is 12. My passive is 15. Okay, um, yeah, you, you're not aware of what McBenner has just said. Um, okay. It is your turn. That's fine. Uh, having seen Kratz beating it out of the shop in wolf form as well. Basically, uh, Chungus is turning tail and doing exactly the same thing, although I only want to use half my movement speed to get out of the shop. Is that possible? Yep, you're outside. You're about 10 feet from the door, 15 feet. You're you're outside the shop door. Okay, amazing. What Chungus is going to do, I mean, I don't know whether he's still in the darkness now, so I won't go through the description. You are still in the darkness. You all still are. But okay. um, it's, it's, it's a, thanks to Ukabara, you can all see. It's now, right. it's now oh, welcome. in the darkness. <clears throat> I'm with you. Um, in which case, there's a slight difference in Chungus's starry form. Uh, it looks like there are just meteorites kind of flying through his form all, all over, like around the constellations. Uh, he is, as he's running outside, he's going to look up to the skies and just say, Hestrock, I need you. Uh, and I'm going to cast Conjure Animals. Um, I'm getting my Allosaurus back. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only used half my movement speed, mm-hmm. so I'll just quickly describe it in a second, but I'm going to be using half of my movement speed to mount the Allosaurus, if you'll allow it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so effectively, just like before, uh, kind of this uh, uh, ethereal-style mini-meteor crashes in the floor and builds mm-hmm. into this Allosaurus. Last time, it was kind of bone like this time chungus has managed to get the skin working um so it, it looks like this kind of uh fey style mm-hmm. allosaurus it, it, like it, creating almost at his feet and just for flavor preferably even underneath him so it rises with Whoa. him already on its back um so chungus will be kind of 10 feet off the floor on the back of this thing yeah, what you notice, Chungus, is that you're actually lifted through the ceiling of this darkness. Uh, the Allosaurus is still in it, but you're lifted through the ceiling of it. And what you see is just the absolute carnage of what's happening. There appears to be these hooded figures, all these figures who look like they were just for all intensive purposes citizens of Dash Calray, who have just sprung this attack and appear to just be uh, wreaking havoc. You see a group of them clustered in a in a in a um formation near the gate they seem to have followed people in these appear to be bigger yuanti and they're just picking people off with arrows and then all of a sudden what you see and what you all hear is this swooping sound followed by this flick of flame across these yuanti archers followed by the roar of a drake and you all of a sudden hear the bells that you heard upon your arrival dong dong 
as these drakes just descend from the second level and appear to just swoop down towards the walls over all of you and then towards whatever is happening outside of the city walls. But this one, which you can now clearly see is the big golden one that has just engulfed these archers who were just sat at the, at the, the inside the gate, just picking off innocent people. And you can just see Sol Raver on top of it, just looking around frantically to try and make out what on earth is happening in the darkness. Um, is there anything else that you can do with your turn, Chuck? Yeah, there is. Um, obviously, I've heard Drago talk about mm-hmm. Ren being taken um, out of the darkness now. Am I able to, scanning the crowds, I can see this going on. Yes, it's chaotic. I don't imagine that I would, but I might as well ask. Mm-hmm. Am I able to see, am I able to look around and see Ren at all anywhere within the crowds? Yeah, do you want to make a perception check? Because literally what's just happened whilst you're doing this is that a drake has just swooped down and just burnt to a crisp a load of these UNT archers. Okay, it's only a nine. Uh, no, um, holy fuck. Um these really, really awe-inspiring drakes, one of them has literally just swooped down and engulfed a load of one T in frames. And you can see the glistening gold of Sol Bahumet and then the glistening gold of his rider in Sol Razor, who appears to have just done this awe-inspiring uh, uh, attack to to take out this cluster of yuan who were just picking people off with arrows. Amazing. There is um, something that I still want to be able to do, if that's okay. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. As my bonus action, I've actually used the archer starry form mm-hmm. uh, yeah. this time round. And if there is within 60 feet of me a Yuanti target of sorts, um, what's going to happen is one of those meteorites that's spinning around within my starry form is just going to fly out of me. Uh, yeah, with your passive, what I will say is that you will see one of these, you'll see a Yuan T has just managed to throw this poor female furbog merchant to the ground and is about to just plummet this dagger into her neck and all of a sudden, yeah, you can you can intervene and stop this should you wish to do so. 25 to hit. Hit. 11 points of damage, radiant. Yeah. <laughs> this radiant damage just seems to almost sent almost like do you know do you know i'm trying to think of the description for it um i I don't know why this is the one apologies listeners you know in castle when like the ghosts start to disappear this light just starts to seep through them it's kind of like that (laughs) as this light hits this yuan t it seems to almost just burst through it and just cause it to fall limp and the female merchant that this, this person was trying to murder just scrambles out from under the body gets up and and just continues to leg it Amazing. Um, I'm aware that I've stolen a lot of time for this turn, um, but are we still playing the same rules where at the end of my turn it's the conjured creature? Yeah, yeah. It's my fault. I described the Drake attack, so <laughs> no, it's not your sick. fault. It's such an yeah. incredible <laughs> image going on in my mind right now. Um, in which case, then, having not seen where Ren is, um, the Allosaurus beneath me is just going to make its way to the nearest Yuan-Ti and try and help uh, just with a bite, basically. Okay, yeah. Um, you're able to step forward... Um, and it glances around for the for, for the next one T. I'll say just for the purpose of expediency that yes, again, your one just seems to rapidly turn and, and and it looks up at the Allosaurus as if it's about to, to turn and shoot at it from a short bow position. But you can go first and attack it. Seventeen to hit. Hit twelve points. Of yeah, it's motion. going for the arrow, and then all of a sudden, what happens is this Allosaurus just just comes down and. Whoosh, cleanly goes through the torso and pulls back up and what is just left of these legs that were um, stood steadfast <laughs> aiming a bow. The rest of this U1T has just been devoured by your Allosaurus. Amazing. Uh, shit um, down their legs. And that's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, right. 
the the big creature continues to walk away from you. He's not sprinting. He's walking away. A couple of uh, the smaller guards, city guards, tend to run up towards him. And what happens is that these snake arms just lash out 10 feet, wrap around one of them and just seem to pull on this guard. And his neck just contorts and he falls limp dead to the ground. Another one tries to do the same and it does it one more time, very casually, only with one hand because he's still got Ren limped over his shoulder on the other one. Another one, it just seems that what happens is that the snake arm actually almost seems to like a dagger go through its torso and just go out the other side before pulling back through and then just tossing this guard to one side as this creature continues to just very casually walk back towards the waterfall that's the end of this creature's turn drago it's your turn how far is this creature and can i see it he's this moves another 30 feet so he was 40 feet from you he's now i can do math 70 70. feet from you 70 feet from me and can i see him yes Awesome. Um, 70 feet. Yeah. Uh, You've just watched him kill two guards as well. You've just seen him very blasé, casually kill two people. Quick history check. I Drago's done a lot of boss battles. Where on the barometer of hardcoreness does this chap uh, seem at a quick glance? Is it, are we talking... Uh, dragon level are we talking um what well, undead dragon level are we talking uh by the level, level by the level on par with a monster that you would easily be able to equate because of the seriousness of what happened on par with what killed shader oh shit I mean, it's, got foot, it's got fucking tentacle arms it's so the love baby of cthulhu no i know but drago's trying to establish uh almost like a skill level akin to his own and where what's happening here it's over nine thousand. no i know no no i know i can, I can see the image our level of over now. nine thousand, as will said uh, uh drago's trying to do a quick like shit hold on what's uh I've, I've i've been around the horn okay um ah this is so good i would like to oh jesus shit bollocks and ass look to the dire wolf next to me I'm guessing Brood isn't here, by the way, before I go in. Uh, Yeah, do you want to make it? You've still got that free action of a perception check. Your passive won't find him, but you do have that free action. You brought him down here with you. I did, didn't I? Thank you. Where the fuck is my Brood? Yes, yes. Fuck you, Direwolf. Where's my Brood? Uh, Is this going to fail? I'm so disappointed. I hope it fails. Perception, yeah? (laughs) Come on, 20. I want it to pass. Yes, 21. Let's do this. Yeah, you glance around and you can see near where you left him uh, stabled, uh, near a hitching post, this this brood is now just um, kind of almost like it's spooked. Tim is like just starting to kind of realise something is wrong, but it's still pulling at his hitching post from where he was left. Um, But yeah, he's he's approximately, I'll say he's in range because that's more fun. He's 20 feet from you. So I'm going to use my 20 feet Mm -hmm. and get to brood. I want to pummel the ground. Like, how far can I get in that? So, I've used twenty feet. Yeah. I'm on brood. Like, does it take your? Doesn't it take movement to mount it? Half to mount. It takes half your movement to mount it. So, so if you don't have half your movement left. You can't mount it. Uh, I'm going to because I arbitrarily said twenty feet. That sounds like a dick move by the DM. I'm going to DM's 16. rules that you can mount him. Just okay, turn, just because it's fun. 
And then can Brood move? Brood does he have his own steed? Move? Like, like what happens there? Obviously, Drago's got his. I'm own going to rule what, that Brood takes intelligence. What's Brood's intelligence level? Brood is Brood is bonded because it's the same as a familiar. It's at, it's bonded to Drago, so there is a tele telepathic bond between the two but is it an intelligent mount because if it's an intelligent mount it gets its own initiative order if it's not it gets drago's initiative um either way i'm going to i I think what you can do i'm going to check this is that you can use a bonus action on your turn to make it do something other than the dodge action but i'm going to check that i just want him to hike hitch tail get out run This is what all my typing was about. We're trying to look up the D&D mounted rules because they don't get used enough. They definitely don't, and I'm glad I'm all here for it. So the initiative of a controlled mount changes to match yours when you mount it. It moves as you direct it. It has only three action options, dash, disengage, and dodge. A controlled mount can move and act even on the turn that you mount it. Dip, dive, and dodge. I'm going to say from that then, Brood has full movement, should you wish to. Yeah, so Brood will take that full movement. What is Brood's movement? Have you, not li- added, have you not added horse to your character sheet, Ian? Um, As a mount? No. Who does that? People who with controlled creatures. Otherwise, the DM would go. <laughs> otherwise, the DM should turn around and go. No, you can't use it because you don't have the fucking. That's why I'm glad that Darren's the DM and not you in this campaign, Will. <laughs> I would have done the same for you. There's, I would have done the same for you. So I've got I give you inspiration at the start up. of every episode with a war horse. Yeah, it and it's sixty foot movement speed. So if you dash, you'll get to this creature. I will get down. to him. Run him down. Yeah. So what happens is, is Drago mounts this. Uh, memory essenced forged version of Brood pulls in one smooth action the uh, reins off this hitching post and just wah, puts the uh, whip down or the, the saddle down or the, the reins down, whatever you want to call it and just starts to charge towards this creature what happens is as you arrive Drago is that it very nonchalantly turns and just drops Ren casually off its shoulder and raises one of its tentacles and starts to just point at you and brood. And to find out where this No, you're going, not going to do that. Oh, shit. No, you're not. You're going to have to tune into next week's episode of The Fellowship of the Table. <laughs> wow, what a nice. The pause. He paused. Nice, nice, nice. Excellent work. <laughs> no! Our listeners can uh, do their research on mounted combat before they listen to next week's episode. <laughs> I I want it to just to state here so we know for next week. Drago still has a bonus action. Okay. <laughs> plus, plus you've got the fact that there there are things you can do if your horse has charged something. That's okay. Only if it hits with an attack on turn. But I have a bonus action yeah. still, and I just want to state that now so that okay. we all know, the audience remember, so that next week, Chamber. It was too nice of an image to send you. No, it's perfect. Oh, it's silly. perfect of an image. Silly. Like It's so titillating is the word that I want to use for it. It's perfect. Um, well, damn. If you find yourselves titillated, listeners, then perhaps you'll want to tune in next week and take a listen to the conclusion of... Uh, well, not this arc, this conclusion of this fight. So that would be great. Um, leads me to say thank you very much for joining us, making us part of your everyday week. We love you for it. Um, if you wanted to keep up touch date with the podcast, you can do so on our various social media pages. But let's be honest, it's mostly Twitter, which is at Fellowship Table. Then if you wanted to go one step further and follow us individually, you can do so too. I'm at iRoddle1. Will, 
is at Natural Twenty Will. Renter Will is at Fellowship NPC PC. Mark is at Hastily Rolled DM. Callum is at the D Twenty Gamer. Danny is at Total Party Thrills. And our wonderful, delightful DM can be found out. Town can be found out. Can be found at. Darren Page 06. Until next time, guys. Farewell. Farewell. Farewell.